Welcome to Encourage the Believer. Our goal is to share truth and strengthen the body of Christ. Here's Brother Tim Bell to share our encouragement for today. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keepeth his commandment to a thousand generations. Hello, it's good to be with you today on Encourage the Believer, and I trust that you're having a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining with us, and I'm so grateful to the Lord for opening this platform and allowing us uh, to be with you today. Got a lot to cover, and I'm thankful that God has uh, brought you our way. And uh, just a couple of things. We do have um, uh, our book is still available for you, Encouraging the Believer. And if you would like to get a copy of that, please just direct message me on uh, Facebook, and we'll make sure that we get that uh, to you as quickly as possible. Now, uh, we've been um, wanting you to, uh, if you could, Share your favorite verse, uh, one that the Lord has given to you. Sometimes people have their life's verse, and uh, if you have a, a favorite verse that you would like to share with us on TPB Ministries page, just post that whenever you go and and uh, listen to our podcast, like our podcast, share that. We are now on iHeart, um, Amazon, uh, Apple, and if you would like to um, share that with us, make sure you post that. If you have a testimony of what the Lord has uh, done for you, make sure you do that. And um, be an encouragement to someone. That might be the one thing that someone needs to read and someone needs to hear. Uh, as a matter of fact, we have one from uh, Stone Ferris from Galatians chapter uh, 5, verses 22 and 23. Uh, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, uh, gentleness and self-control, uh, the law is not against such things. And so uh, make sure you, you share those things. That, those are two great verses from Galatians chapter 5. And uh, I'm thankful that Stone has got a great ministry. He's on several different pages, and he teaches and preaches on uh, Prayer Warriors plug-in ministry. Uh, so make sure that you uh, put that down and, and let others uh, read what the Lord has uh, brought your way and has encouraged your heart with. And uh, thank you, Stone, for, for sharing that with us today. Um, I have a, uh, a subject I want to share with you today, and, and I hope that it is an encouragement to your heart. You know, we, uh, we have a lot of things that we learn, right? I mean, when I was growing up, uh, one of the phrases that uh, my dad would always use, <laughs> among many, <laughs> when, he would, when he would use them, um, he would always uh, use the phrase, I hope you learn your lesson. You know, if I did something wrong, and uh, uh, he would uh, use the phrase also, uh, you know, I'm going to teach you a lesson, son. Uh, and it, sometimes, it was <laughs> sometimes it was a hard one, but... Um, when we're going through, when we're going through life, um, the Lord wants to share things in our lives, and we 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 learn things, and we learn lessons. You know, we uh, things that we have in our life that um, 
we go through uh, almost like a, a school. We have lessons that we learn. And um, many times when we do that, we, we have, it's almost like a classroom uh, that we sit and we, you know, the teacher teaches us things. And so the Lord teaches us things as we go through the different stages of, of our life. And I was going through some things in my life, and I wanted to share this these thoughts with you, um, what to learn uh, on the backside of the desert. And, you know, I need to ask just a, a couple of things before we get get started here. Have you ever uh, seen what a desert looks like? I know, you know, you've, you've seen the pictures. I, I personally uh, have never been in a desert. Um, I've seen pictures of them. I've, I, you know, I went to, uh, I've been to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, where the sand dunes are, and that's the closest thing I think I've ever been to what, you know, all the sand and so forth, and I, I've walked along, uh, you know, those dunes, but I've never really uh, seen what a, a, a desert physically looks like. I've seen the pictures, and it looks desolate. Um, you know, I, I know that uh, soldiers who are in combat know exactly what it looks like. You know, there's there's nothing but, but sand and heat and wind. At night, it's cold. There's death. And it goes on forever and ever, and it just seems like it never ends. And the the question I have for you is this, you know, have you ever been on the backside of the desert of life? I mean, have you ever felt like, like all hope was lost? You know, no one knew how you felt or could understand how you feel. How did you get there? And you had the question of where is God and why did God do this to you? And when will you ever get out of this place? Let me, let me say that, that I have asked every one of those questions and have felt everything you might be feeling even right now. You know, sometimes, you know, I I'm, I'm, feel like I'm, I'm still in the desert and the Lord wants me to stay until he sees fit to let me go. You know, can I share this with you? With you, some some things I have learned while I'm in the desert. Not everyone may learn the same things, but I would love for something something to help you as you go through the backside of the desert experience. And you know, you may ask yourself the question: Would God do this to me? Really, Tim? Would would He? Would he really do this to me? And the, and the answer is yes. In Mark chapter 1, verses 11 and 12, the Bible says, And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And now this is right after John the Baptist had baptized Jesus and his heavenly Father was pleased at what he had just done. You know, he had not sinned against his father. 
He had not disobeyed the Father in any way, so what was the reason for this to happen? You might be asking yourself the same question, you know, why am I here? What have I done to deserve this? Well, let me let me give you four thoughts, and I trust that I trust this will help during this time of your trial. First, let me say that you are there by design and not by disaster. Now, God took his son into the wilderness to be tested, and this is why you're there. And you may automatically say, well, Tim, um, do I need to be tested, <laughs> really? Well, only you can answer that. In your heart of hearts, you know what is the weakest part of your Christian walk with Christ. You know it, and so does the Lord, and possibly Satan as well. Being in the desert of life is a time where God himself was designed for you to draw closer to him. Remember what James chapter 4 tells us, that if we draw nigh to him or near to him, he will draw nigh or near to us. It is this time that we must humble ourselves before the will of the Father and let him cleanse us from those sins that so easily beset us. Now, I, I know, you know, <laughs> what you might be thinking. Well, that's good, Tim, but I feel so alone that it hurts. Well, may I give you this respite? Rest in who is there with you. When Christ was tempted by Satan himself, who sent Jesus into the desert? You know, after he was tempted, who, who came and ministered unto him? What does John 14, 16 tell us? And I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Did you catch that? He will be with you forever. What about Isaiah 41.10? Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. You know, rest in the fact that he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He is there waiting for you. And I, to call, have a father. He wants to hear our cry for help, for our cry of dependence on him. We are not alone. Never alone. Psalm 23 tells me that I need not to fear for any evil, for he is with me, even though, uh, or even through the shadow of the valley of death, he comforts me and gives me goodness and mercy all the days of my life. So while in that desert, I realized that sometimes. Only you and the Holy Spirit can understand what's going on. 
when Christ was led into the desert to be tempted now, how many days was he tempted? Three or 40? Think about that. When we look at Scripture, the Bible says that he was tempted in three areas. Do you remember what they were? They were the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. But the question is not what was he tempted of. It is how many times was he tempted. In Luke uh, verse 2 of chapter 4, it tells me being 40 days tempted of evil. Can you imagine that? Every day for 40 days being tempted by Satan himself. I mean, the pressure on the mind, the spirit, and not to mention that he had not eaten anything for 40 days. Sometimes only you and the Holy Spirit can understand and know what you're going through. And here's where we lean not into our own understanding during those times. Lean not into the philosophy of the world. Lean not into the advice of those around you that are not walking with the Lord. And remember that in all that you do, acknowledge who he is. Acknowledge him as God, as Lord, as Savior, as the lover of your soul. He is your refuge, your strong and mighty tower. He is your fortress in time of trouble. He is the one who can wrap his loving wings of comfort around your tired and weary heart. Remember, realize that he has been where you are now. And last but certainly not least, rejoice that usefulness always follows every wilderness or desert experience. At the end of Christ's temptation, the Bible says in Luke 4, 13 and 14, and when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season, and Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit um, into Galilee, and there went out a flame of him throughout the region roundabout. What is being said is that when the trials and the tests of hardship are over, our usefulness will be in great demand. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says, be sober, be vigilant, because the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in you, brethren, that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us into the eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, listen, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. What is the key phrase in that passage? After that he hath, after you have suffered a while, what? Are you kidding? Hmm. Nope. Look, 
The only way a little baby is going to learn how to walk is by trials. He continues to get up. He continues to try again until the day comes when he can walk in the freedom of learning from his trials. We cannot stay in the muck and mire of sin or failures. We have to get up. We have to continue. Our trials and desert times teach us that this was by God's design and not for our disaster. It teaches us to rest in who is there with us. It causes us to realize that there may be times that only you and the Holy Spirit know and understand what's going on. This time also lets us rejoice in the fact that usefulness comes after the being in the desert. 1 Peter 4, 12 and 13, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice inasmuch ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings that when this his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. So, so while we are in the desert, there are at least four thoughts to keep in mind, my friend. You are there by design and not by disaster. Rest and who is there with you. And sometimes only you and the Holy Spirit can understand what's going on and rejoice that usefulness follows every wilderness or desert experience. Hey, I hope and trust that this has been an encouragement to your heart. Lessons learned on the backside of the desert, and if you're there today, Take these things, think on these things, meditate on these things, and allow the Holy Spirit to strengthen your heart. And remember, encourage the believer, does the body good. Until next time, God bless. Thanks for joining us on Encourage the Believer. If you like what you hear, be sure to follow the podcast and share with your friends. See you next time.